Can you pass my water, please? <laughs> I think <clears throat> as far as one thing, we all need to, especially people who have a platform, definitely becoming better speakers because oh i'm horrible as even though having a podcast i didn't start doing this i'm i'm doing in class not saying anything at all <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm chilling just trying to get through the day and just do my work yeah. and go home that's that's all i was trying to do and now all of a sudden i work at a recording studio i have an <laughs> album out i do a podcast and i also host a podcast with somebody man. else and i have to learn how to network to sell yeah. my business Yep. So it's I have painful. to learn how to talk to people. It's true. It has been a struggle. It's still a struggle. Yeah. You know, hello, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get better. <laughs> I only passed speech class in college because I was so bad at every single one that my teacher was like, if you do, like, you just get through this final one without, like, staring at your notes the whole time, we'll call it even. And I don't want to see you again. You don't want to be here again. And so I made brownies and I gave them to everyone while I was doing it so that... They would all be distracted, and I wouldn't be, like, worried at everyone staring at me. So that's how I passed an entire... What was the speech on? How to make the brownies. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, how to do something, like a like a Man. speech. It was on how to do something, and I was like, well, it baked a lot, so that's it. Mm. There you go. But other than that, I'm horrible. <laughs> Tuition well spent. <laughs> Shush. It was, because it's better than if I had to take it again. I will say as a word of advice to anybody is just try to make your audience laugh. Yep. No, no matter if it's a good or a bad joke, <laughs> just try to make them laugh with something in there that relates to what you're talking about. Yeah. That always kind of eases, yeah. breaks the ice. As long as you get long. My motto, as long as I get a chuckle, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a chuckle. It's the reaction, man. It's it's, it's like knowing that it's it turns it into actual shit. communication, without like necessarily needing responses. Yeah, just throwing words around. <laughs> also, don't be scared of silence either, though, because that could either mean one, <laughs> they're disinterested, or two, they're actually listening. So yeah. don't be scared of the silence. Just be confident. Be calm. Know that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And just keep it moving. Yeah, good call. One thing I never understood, though, was the underwear thing people used to say. Just think <laughs> like everybody's in their underwear. Yeah, I don't like, get that's that. That's weird. Why? Why? Who thought of this? Why is this an example or a reference? Hey, think everybody's in their underwear. What? Yeah, I've had that same thought. I need to Google it one of these days because it's so ridiculous. I don't understand how it's supposed to be relaxing, like staring at someone and just... You're in your drawers. What? <laughs> I always heard it was naked. Was picture of them naked. I, that was I mean, I, the same I, thing. Though. Yeah, like, I blocked that one out. Awesome. I blocked the naked one out. I'm like, I'm not gonna consider the naked one. I'm just, <laughs> I'll try the the underwear thing, but I'm not. I don't agree with the underwear part either. We're, I'm just gonna keep yeah, it like I I'm talking to people. see those people in their underwear. Yeah. Mm, pass. <laughs> well, maybe someone want to see, but. Not right now. But you ain't got the exactly. time to scan right. and find them and pick them out. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Well, with that being said, welcome back to the Two and a Half LTs podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and also host Antoine right over here. And we have guest Jamie and Amber of Moonjo Moonjo. 
Yay. Bork. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Moon Jerry's not here at the moment. Right. Normally we would have an applause, but we don't have a soundboard anymore. So <laughs> you're gonna say, but applaud for what? <laughs> we'll send a recording of Mujo barking. In theory, there's a dog barking. Ache to call Moonjo. <laughs> and it happened already. We're just gonna act like it did, and we're right. gonna go on <laughs> to this intro. First, we'd like to start off with our lucrative tip of the day, and that is be confident in yourself. Become and develop as great and better speakers because you have to talk about something, aka yourself or what you want to do to promote, and want to get better every day. Lucrative tips for the day. Solid. Yes. And with that being said, I want to get the most important question out of the way first. Why? Is Moonjo 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 Moonjo? <laughs> like name wise or existence wise? Because oh. name wise. So Moonjo had his name when I took him in. He's a rescue. Okay. He had the name. Doesn't have any like real meaning or anything. There's no like cutesy story to it. But when we started making art stuff, we were brainstorming names. <laughs> And keeping in mind, like, logo options, like, what kind of concepts would go along with the name. And I don't remember why it first came up, but we thought, well, his name is, like, it's kind of cute. Sounds like it could be a foreign language. Doesn't have any, like, you know, some names will put, like, a, some sort of like commercialized image branding, like, in your head. You know, gives you, like, an idea. And we're like, this is pretty androgynous, I guess you could call it. And uh, we looked up Moonjo.com. And it was taken. That site is not a thing. It's just there. It's just registered. There's no like actual business there. Um, decided, well, what if we put the name in there twice? Dot com. We're like, I bet that's available. And it was available. <laughs> so we were like, okay. All right. And that's literally how we chose it. Yeah. We never expected to have it like on a storefront. <laughs> so at the time, it was just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That'll work. It was kind of funny. This thing and... next weekend we need. Yeah. And yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, the name was like the last thing I think we really settled in. Have we settled on anything yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing we got tied to inadvertently. Committed to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Sorry, it's not a more exciting story. No, nah, it's. <laughs> it was just something interesting. I'm like, where did Moonjo Moonjo come from? It's such an interesting brand name and your logo in. Brand is centered around the dog. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was not supposed to be really. It, he was supposed to be logo. That was it. The logo and the name. And uh, we we were throwing pop up parties like pizza parties and stuff and at breweries and we were taking him with everywhere because he's so small. Like it's easy to cart him around and once he's there, like everything here was dog friendly. So we're like, okay, let's just take him everywhere. And, I mean, everybody loved him. How could you not? Like, honestly. And uh, he, like, runs around giving high fives. So, like, everybody flips out. And I was like, oh, do you have anything with him on it? It's like, no, that's not what we are. <laughs> and, and then after, like, a year and a half, then we're like, yeah, he's on that shirt. He's on that postcard. <laughs> but, like, even then, it was supposed to be, like, just a couple things. But a lot more has spun off yeah. from that. So. 
true. No complaints, I guess. No, he's sweet. <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> now, has there ever been a bad Moonjo story from the doll's perspective? Has he ever lashed out on anybody before? He's actually no. He's the best dog. I have no idea. He's a rescue. The people who had him gave him up to be put down. Like they just did not want him. They took him to the pound. Back in Chicago, if you drop your animal voluntarily, they put it down. They give you a few days to come back, and they put it down. They were like, yeah, that's fine. He he peed on a lot when I first took him in, but I got him fixed. Never happened again, at least not like without me neglecting him or something, like t- not taking him out or something. He's never chewed on anything. He, uh, he like, digs into his pillow <laughs> where he sleeps. But, like, he doesn't go around just, like, tearing stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's weird. He's a super... And he's a Pomeranian. So, like, when I was offered him, they just sent me a picture. And they're like, will you babysit this Pomeranian? I was like, no. No, I don't need that, like, yeah. thing running around, like, nipping at my ankles and chewing on my shoes and all this. But they were like, well, he's going to be put down. So I was like, all right, I'll take him. And, like, he was just chill. He just... He sat in the corner. He didn't want anything to do with anybody. There were two other dogs. He was just, like... They hang out. He comes out to eat, comes out to pee. Eventually, he just he sat on my desk next to my laptop, and, like, that was it. He came down to eat, and he came down to pee, and just stayed there. He's always been super, super chill. The one, the one bad thing that he had done was a total accident. Amber was getting up in his face, not in, like, an aggressive oh, yeah. way. But, like, he's also not a cuddly dog. Mm. Like, he's much friendlier now. But if you got close to him before, he would run away. And it was time to stop chewing on that bone. Is that what? Oh, and you were taking it it from him. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's too much. (laughs) He he, he is a very, he used to bare his teeth a lot. Like, if you were, like, taking something from him, like his toy or his little bone or his food dish or whatever. But for whatever reason, Amber got real close to him. And he, like, barked and, like, whipped his face at her real quick and hit her. Like, didn't bite her, but hit her. Funny teeth. Yeah, like, his teeth kind (laughs) of go out. You saw his teeth. They go out. So, like, they're kind of side daggers. But he whipped his head so quick, he hit her, like, right on the inside of the nose. And then I guess just hit hit the right spot and just boom. And he flipped out. Like, not, not like, an aggressive way. Like, he took off... He climbed under a clothing rack or something. He was, like, under my bed, like, yeah, hiding. Yeah, like, and, oh, like, no. would not come out, like, because he, he thought he was in trouble, I'm assuming, like, just by the way he was hiding. But, like, that was the only thing, and it was accidental. Like, it was very um, clearly accidental. What? One time, we <laughs> couldn't find him when we first moved out here. And oh. where did he go? He had climbed out the window onto the roof and yeah. was, like, on the edge of the porch's Peeing roof. off the roof. He peed off the and roof. We were like, holy sh- crap, like, how do we... Get him yeah. to like come this way and not, yeah. not go this way. Yeah. <laughs> but so we were like looking everywhere, like how could he? I was out Where in the yard yelling, and I look back at the house and I see him up there looking at me like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awful. But that's yeah. it. That wasn't really him being bad. He just he wanted to go yeah, outside. Yeah, exactly. He was curious. <laughs> yeah. He got loose a couple times the first time, like the first couple weeks I had him, and he uh, he dug under a fence. He. Um, Got between, like, the gate and the fence, and he got out the front door once because somebody didn't close the door all the way. It wasn't my fault. door didn't but, latch. <laughs> but, mean, like, normal dog stuff. Like, not necessarily bad stuff. Like, he wasn't fixed yet, so he got to send something, boy. and he was just poof. And the other dog was <laughs> like, oh, I better follow you. 
So I'm like out there chasing him down the street, and one of the other dogs is just trotting behind him, like minding her own business. But that's yeah. it. <laughs> it's not too bad. Nah, nah. <laughs> Never bit anybody or nothing like that. Yeah. And he can't now. Pink he doesn't have the teeth for it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> It kind of depends on what we're doing because we don't do shirts of everything. We usually start with stickers because just they're cheap to make. Mm -hmm. People always buy stickers and it gives us a way to like test run the artwork for something. Mm -hmm. um, but like specifically for something like this, um, I'll probably go through a bunch of my old photos and try to find like an actual picture of Munjo Ping or like in a video or something and get like a still frame of it. Use that as a reference, draw it on an iPad and then um, drag it into Photoshop, add the logo or text or whatever extra little elements to it. Um, the printing part is the, is the, the bigger hurdle because depending on the art screen printing or um, like plastisol heat transfers, or embroidery or or just the stickers or decals like the window decals like that's kind of what i was thinking was the window decals yeah, but like also if you break it down to that type of artwork the detail in a dog might not look right i don't know we'll probably mess with it in like different versions for like three months <laughs> and then forget about it and then be like dang we really got to release that and then spend another month on it it's, little by little. Yeah, so, it's a long process, but so, only because we're so like in, in uh, what's the word? Indecisive. Indecisive. Yeah, perfectionist <laughs> too. Once we decide. Yeah, I but, constantly have to be like, dude, we just need to get it done. Like sometimes. Yeah. It just so has to be done, not what perfect. What concept takes about? Is it about four months, or it just depends on? It kind of depends. Um, it depends like how obsessively we work on it. Yeah, like, yeah, so and also if it's important, like timeline wise. So do, do you have yeah. a favorite piece? I really like the new shroom stuff, um, yeah. which I, actually the hoodie she's wearing, oh, yeah. uh, it came about pretty quick. She was just mm -hmm. like drawing on her iPad and was like, what do you think of this? Mm -hmm. And like she worked on the art for a while, but once the art was finalized, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we were looking for garments or something, but we came across like this hoodie and a, a one that's all pink tie dyed. And we were like, oh, that goes perfect with the mushrooms. Because yeah, it like shows through the, oh, yeah, like, the artwork. Yeah. kind of like a negative... So we ordered the blanks for, I think we did a, we did a sweater, like a pink sweater to that, and two different t-shirts, mm -hmm. and um, the the print itself we did those at the factory, so we did a batch of like we like fifty total or something like yeah. among the different pieces, but as soon as you had the art finished and we knew exactly what we wanted, we were in there printing it like four or five days later, but they aren't all yeah, that quick it like it was that happen. piece like yeah. that just came like together so perfectly. And I was like. Mm. Like yeah there's a there's one we have that's like it looks like a pentagram but it's the dog it's mm -hmm. like the ears and like the floof and his snoot and all that and it glows in the dark and that like pentagram art i i got the idea for it because when he gets upset mm -hmm. he like looks down and look, looks up at you and when he looks down his fur like splits and it all it looks like a pentagram <laughs> like from that angle and that was, like, the very, very first thing I drew of him, like, two years before we even had this brand. Mm. But it wasn't until, like, two years into it that I had been sketching and sketching and finally was like, oh, that's the one. Okay. So then once we had that, uh, 
I mean, I think we printed it like a month later or something, but only because I filled in the outside of it with like um, the phases of the moon, you know, like the circle, half circle, Mm -hmm. like all the way around because it's it's the moon and it's moon gel. Yeah. So like that one was a much longer process just because it took that long to get to where we liked it. Yeah. But that that was one of my favorites too. Like some like partial drawings and Mm -hmm. people were like, I love it. Like I want to see it on shirts. And I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do it. So. We do post a lot, especially the Patreon. Um, our close friends list on Instagram mm. is basically our patrons and then like some of our closer friends. And yeah, we'll share stuff like that in there just to get feedback. Because mm. if somebody, I shouldn't say if somebody says they don't like it, but if enough people say they do like it, mm. like we'll know it's a good idea and like we'll kind of rush that through. But there's stuff we've been sitting on for. <laughs> God, I don't even know how long. Time. Been trying to do a Munjo driving a little like VW bus mm-hmm. or something because we were gonna do a road trip thing that was gonna be the artwork that we released. Man, I've been working on that for like three years and it's nowhere One closer than it was a year ago. One of these but days. We're, <clears throat> we we dip our hands in a lot of stuff at the same time, and it's just the two of us. So will Munjo ever? I guess wear like headphones or in front of a microphone or anything like that. Like for art, you mean? Yeah. Uh, the studio or we we did well. I should I did a version of him wearing headphones because we. I don't remember exactly what we had planned on doing, but we started doing like interviews with artists that we were then gonna, not necessarily a podcast, but like audio recording stuff, and I made a logo that had headphones on him. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like how it looked, like merchandise wise, gotcha. and I ended up ditching it, but. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not something we might do later. I mean, there's stuff we pull up months and months later that we're like, oh, that wasn't a bad idea. We were just doing it really crappy. (laughs) But, yeah, maybe. Got to keep coming up with ideas. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) at some point I feel like we'll have done everything and then we'll just start recycling. (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) I mean, that's what the best do, right? Just make do everything the creative first, and then they just recycle and take from everybody else afterwards. So you're not wrong. <laughs> Still like an artist. No, right. Nobody's truly original, man. <laughs> I mean, even our stuff. Like people are like, oh, it's so different. It's so creative, and like not to diss Raleigh, but it's like that's because you live in Raleigh. Like in Chicago, <laughs> this is normal, and it's not that it's like better than. There's just Anything more else. weird stuff, I think. Yeah, it's just it's more prominent. Yeah, if it's weird, it's there. like very weird. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been just ignore him. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So how'd you all get started owning a business? <laughs> how did we get started? Man. Honestly, the whole so much of what we're doing was unplanned. Um, Amber, I don't even know where to start the story, but essentially Amber moved back to the States from Japan and we just started making our stuff together. Like we'd already yeah, made our stuff together before. <laughs> so I spent a long time, many days in a row, like just hanging out. Sitting around using making his art. art supplies because I had nothing yeah. with me anymore. <laughs> and we did do, um, were you in Japan when we did the postcard? Mm. We we did a postcard. Uh, I had an idea. I wanted to do a, a collaborative postcard series where I was going to do like a mixed piece of me and some other artist every month and then was going to send postcards to people. 
and it wasn't it wasn't like a business thing. It was just like it was an idea I had. I wanted to make some postcards, and uh, I made the first one with a friend in Arizona, and then the second one I made with Amber while she was in Japan, and that was as far as that <laughs> whole thing got. But the postcard we made was really cool. We really liked it. Yeah. So we were like, oh, we should do something else. We should do something else. We should make more art together. Yeah. <laughs> like like, like so many people do. Like big. I'm sure yeah. y'all talk to people like, yeah, we should do something together. But like actually making stuff happen. Yeah. But uh, but then she came back from Japan and we're both there all the time. So we started just messing with art stuff again. Uh, decided to move here with just the general idea of wanting to do something like artsy. No idea like as far as a brand or events or anything. Just like. We knew we wanted to make art. We knew we could make cool stuff together. And then uh, we moved here, and the art scene here, there's just so much cool stuff here. But there was no, like, there was no hub for it at the time. Like, we had done a couple pop-up market or gone to a couple pop-up markets. We went to a couple cafes, and, like, we would just see these random pieces of art. that were just like, okay, there's clearly some cool shit, cool stuff here in Raleigh. Can we swear? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, I didn't really ask. Um... But yeah, so we were like, we should get more involved with this. And we kept walking to this store by where we mm-hmm. lived that sold local art stuff on consignment. And a lot of it was like gifty stuff, like very gift shop, less art. But the owner was like, oh, if you guys make buttons, I'll sell them on the counter for you. Yeah, we kept telling him, oh, we make art. And he was like, well, bring it by, show me. And we were just like, yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. We eventually put stuff on buttons. Eventually. I had an old button machine. So we just made them yeah. and put them in there, and they were selling. So we were like, oh, let's do a couple stickers. And the stickers started selling. We made a little, like, printout display case, and he, like, put it on his counter. And then those kept moving. So we were like, all right, all right, let's do something else. And then we planned out, I think, like, three or four shirts. I think it was, like, two. It's like, a pizza and... And the the tag one. Yeah. Was that and then the, in the, beginning? the bears. Oh, yeah, okay. Fair. And then... Like a couple with a logo on it, but no name. Nothing had our name on it. It was all just some neat art stuff. The tags had our name on the inside, but yeah. like that was pretty much it. But we planned that stuff out. Yeah. And um, we decided we were going to do some pop up events as like a launch party. Like we very bought a casually. Like, yeah, very much. Like, like at the bottle shop in either direction from our house, like a block. One here, one yeah. there. We were just like, like yeah, let's just order it. some pizzas and go like with a stack of pizza boxes that have t-shirts in them. Because one of the designs was a pizza. So we yeah. like packaged them in pizza boxes. We hmm. bought a capsule machine, like a 50 cent machine, put a bunch of buttons and candies, put a little fortune from the dog in there. Yeah. And like, and that was it. We were just oh, like, and we yeah. found a treasure chest, somewhere, like a little <laughs> wooden box, like treasure chest. Like the one Someone you get the dentist's office of. that you get the little toy out of. And, and, they had visit. A, and we got a bunch of like <laughs> Easter eggs. And we spray painted them all gold. Then we put in them like, like if you bought a shirt, you could pull a thing out and get something else extra. Yeah, <laughs> we still have it. Maybe it, I don't know. It's not still sure. there. Yeah. But it's like this just a bunch of little, little ideas chest. that we were like, that would be neat. Oh, no. Let's let's throw a party and do it. Yeah. And then it just like snowballed from there. Like we started doing things. We started getting invited to things. Uh, we started doing festivals. I think it was our second year. We did every event we could. Like, like every, every single day one. I wasn't working was at an, a, a festival or yeah. some kind of market. Some days it was both work and then run over there. It so was exhausting because yeah. a lot of those were not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but we found the good stuff, though. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. Like, we, found, we found out 
that what was happening in Raleigh really wasn't our scene. Like it was very like trendy stuff, Instagrammy stuff, handmade stuff, like as opposed crafty. to like original art stuff. Yeah, crafty. More craft. Tradesmany, tradesy. I don't know what the terms are for that. More crafty and like a lot of pottery. Yeah, Maybe. a lot of that. A lot of pot, pottery and jewelry like and paintings, stuff. But like But we did meet a few yeah. cool artists too that were like kind of more like what we were doing and kind of out of place and that stuff. So like we started to see the need for it. We started to to organize our own events with those artists basically like trying to build this i guess you could say like a subculture in the art scene alternative art scene yeah people just say we're like the weird ones we keep getting called which is okay (laughs) well we've we've embraced it yeah (laughs) but but yeah so now like all like the weird artists will come and be like oh we heard about you guys like now we have the store it's just everything has snowballed from something else like none of it was really like let's go do this now let's yeah. it was all we like, never you know, were like let's go get a store someday it was like yeah. man i'm tired of setting up at all these markets <laughs> here's an option to like have a store for like a month of christmas mm. and it was like all right let's like make it happen and so we did that and i was like this is the dream i don't have to pack my car up every before and after and like don't have to go set up tents and yeah, i can like sit at, at a real morning. table and like actually work on other stuff mm. instead of like freezing so yeah, that but it just like, kind of, it grew into that. It wasn't yeah. supposed to be all that. That's why we're like, it wasn't supposed to be a store. It was just supposed to be our, art like, yeah, our, our, like our creative outlet that hopefully <laughs> didn't drain finances. Yeah, maybe we'd make some money on. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, so I guess the answer is accidentally. <laughs> yeah. I think there's an element of chance slash accident that, contributes to everybody's success in their fields and whatever that is music art writing whatever somebody does it's a you have to have a chance or oh i just slipped into something Mm -hmm. type of thing happened before it to snowball but from what else you have said it also seems like that you have immense creativity in what you do and are able to find out ways to make something happen out of what you're trying to accomplish in your field yeah. and also hearing from your talks and other interviews y'all have been on y'all both have parents that have immigrant backgrounds as well so there's also a, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do this from helping getting help from anybody I have to do this myself I'm not from this country I have to do this for myself and my family so I, I believe, anyway, I, I could be wrong, but that got instilled from your parents to what you've done so far in the business now. Am I correct on that? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, my parents are not, well, I mean, they're cool now. Well, my mom's cool now. My parents were not into the whole creative endeavor thing when I was younger. But, but yeah, like, ethics-wise, like, as far as, like, well, just because you said I can't do it doesn't mean I can't do it. Like, that side of it, I think, was accidentally imparted on me by my parents. Yeah, same. I mean... <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's also, like, we we couldn't have done this if we were in Chicago still. Like... Not the way we did. We would have needed more yeah. money. We yeah. would have needed money, period. But also, like, there, there's more Nothing. of what... A lot of what we've done here isn't us being like we've got this great groundbreaking idea that we want to like release it's been like 
we you know back home we used to do this and it was really cool people really liked it there's no reason we can't do it here yeah it and just then, wasn't happening here yet yeah basically that's that's pretty much what it was so like like our live art battle things that we were doing I, i'm pretty sure you were the mm-hmm. one that was like oh man i went home and yeah so and so won this art was, battle like i went to the coffee shop and they were like hey you know this guy is your neighbor and i was like oh cool and he did like awesome paintings and he's like i'm in this art battle down the street and i was like cool i'll go and it was like super awesome way more detailed than ours <laughs> but like it was at like a big like a music venue and they gave you little tokens and like you could vote on it and stuff and it was yeah. fun so we did almost the same thing like very very similar complete with the crowd voting with token i think we did balls or little balls or something yeah I don't remember either that. way <laughs> but yeah like paper. like you're right it, it we were here at the right time yeah. when there wasn't stuff like that happening yet and when, like, the local pop-up market scene, even when we first moved here, was when it took off here. Like, every school and every church and every... Start, it started showing up, like, every church was having one. Every, or every, like, every brewery has every pop-ups coffee shop now. Was and, like, a market. It, was like... it was at the point where it was so common that it wasn't hard for us to just be, like, just slip in somewhere and, like, put our stuff in front of people. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of it was chance. Definitely not... <laughs> chance and just keep going at it even when like yeah i think um there was a we did a hopscotch like market one year and we were just like set up and we we're just like yeah all right this is okay and uh this guy that i think everyone in raleigh tends to know named jed had like a instagram account at the that time was super like popular with like local stuff and he just took a picture of our pizza box and posted it and all the next like I mean, forever after that. But even, like, the next two days, people were like, oh, that's that pizza box. And they were like, yeah, we're going to get it. And then even, like, a year or two later, people were like, I know you from that pizza box. I was <laughs> like, what the heck? So so every time I see Jed, I'm like, point him out. <laughs> thanks like, again, Jed. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, thanks, dude. We didn't even know him. Like, we didn't talk to him. It just showed yeah, up. We followed the Instagram. Like, it was we that like, popular when we moved this? here. Like, what are these people talking about? We need to go find it. But, Yeah chance man anyway thanks jeff <laughs> what's the biggest challenge i'll face so far money <laughs> honestly Maybe yeah it's me because i handle all the money kind of. <laughs> Just like, yeah we didn't really start this with any money like mm-hmm. our printer fronted us some of the shirts until we and we put them much back. everything buttons were cheap to make so we just made them in our free time mm-hmm. And, like, the whole time we've been working, we've had, like, full-time jobs. So, even now, like, I work at morning times <laughs> a couple of days a week. And Jamie still does freelance design yeah, stuff. Yeah, I work door-to-bar on the weekends, too. Not too. So, it's kind of like, like, we didn't come into this with, like, all this money to, like, start a business. It was just, like, little by little. And it's like, now we need to put more money into it to grow certain things to, like, make it, like, it's yeah. it's trying to take off. But it just needs a boost. <laughs> there's always the problem of like marketing stuff too like that's that's such a big task yeah but we um we're we're a little bit older and we come from the days of just like sticker slaps and stuff you know and we in that (laughs) first word of mouth throwing up posters yeah like the light poles but we uh when we had the hopscotch thing we uh we spray painted stencils of our logo all over downtown and then spray painted the date and location of where we would be that day Mm. and like that kind of stuff it's it's it helped us make an impact but like 
getting people to care, mm-hmm. like people saw it, but getting people to care what it is, is a whole nother challenge. And yeah. what has helped us out a ton is that in that first year, um, not us, but maybe somebody we know put a good like 700 <laughs> to 800 stickers up around the city of our logo, just on street signs, just kept giving him bar bathrooms. Come back and say, I put them all out. I need more. Yeah, like, but okay. even to this day, we get people that are like, you know, I see this around all the time in my neighborhood, no, I and I didn't know is. what it was, and I saw it on the door. I had to come uh, in and see. But like, yeah, it definitely wasn't us. <laughs> but yeah, getting people to, to remember your stuff and care enough to go back to it or something <laughs> yeah. is definitely the tough one. Even now, like, we try to keep Instagram and stuff interesting and engaging. It's and time consuming, for, but you got to do it kind of. Yeah, you absolutely have to. We have but the luxury of work. being able to do it every day mm-hmm. and being able to, if we need a video or something, like, we have the equipment and the skill to, like, go knock something out real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, that that stuff makes such a big difference when you put it all together and you have this cohesive package. People look at our stuff and they're just like, man, y'all are doing it big. Mm-hmm. We're like, not really, like, man. No. <laughs> like, we're five years like in. It. We just started taking a little bit of money out of it from the profit. Yeah, like it's earlier like, this year. Yeah. But it's what we do. We don't, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, if we weren't doing it, what else would we be doing? Yeah. So we just keep going. I, I don't like just sitting around, so. Right. <laughs> I don't mind staying busy. Even but. when we were waiting out there, she's, like, working on a design on her tablet. Like, just, like, out there drawing. This is due, like, a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So five years in, and y'all just said y'all starting to make a profit off of the business. We're just starting to we... pocket, pocket some of the profit. Okay. We, when we first started, um, I think I had like twelve hundred bucks to my name or something, and like that's yeah, what we less than that probably. <laughs> but that's <laughs> what we started like getting all of our stuff moving with, though. and then we made that little bit back, took back what we had spent on it, and then all the rest of it went back into it to get more stuff. Yeah, it's. It's like it's made money. It's just we've always poured it right back into it to like get more things or different things or do this other event. So yeah, like one one time we really needed to rent money and we paid rent with it. But like it was one time. Yeah. Like for ever. the most part, like like she said, like we both still work. Like yeah. our 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 bills are paid with our jobs, for the and most that part. yeah that gives us the luxury of not having to write paychecks basically you know that gives us the luxury of putting that money back into the business but once we like had the store and like realized things are like it's a real business now like there's there's things moving around there's time that has to be put into it we had to take more time to put into it mm-hmm. i mean she had to cut back her days at work like stuff like that you know and like you can't just do that if you don't have money yeah. to make up for that so that that kind of eventually it's not, it's not a problem like i don't mind it you know, I'd rather be where we are now versus, like, five further years down the road and, mm-hmm. like, have just worked extra hard for <laughs> a few <laughs> extra years. Yeah. If that makes sense. But, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> I was just trying to think of that. Would that answer <laughs> the question I... you asked? <laughs> Sorry. So, pretty much, it was just five years in. Y'all just now starting to use a profit from your business to Yeah. I think now we're stuff. putting so much of our time into the business yeah. that we were like, Okay, we have to 
take something because I can't I can't work five days and put like sixty hours into this. Yeah. So it was like it wasn't like let's take this money. <laughs> it was like if we're gonna be put more time into this, like, we like, have yeah. to get paid for it, like or burn out and not do it at yeah. all at some point. That's not. It's not an option. Yeah. <laughs> Go hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only way to do it. Right? Yeah. True. So what made y'all realize that how much funding you needed to at least get it off the ground? Man. Well, we we got lucky when we started. So before we moved here, I owned a print shop in Chicago, screen printing shop. And I sold it to a friend basically. And uh, when I told him what we wanted to do, he he had built this company. We When I sold my part of it, we were in a garage with a press. And, like, I mean, we had all the equipment, but we were literally in a garage. And when I went back to him and was like, hey, we're going to do this thing, he's got a warehouse. He's got multiple presses. He's got two shifts of people. He's grown it like crazy. Yeah. So he was like, well, let me know what y'all need. I'll print it off for you. I'll just put it on your bill. Just pay me back. And... That that is what allowed us to really go forward. And like another thing that we learned is you have to be consistent with releases. You can't just put something out and then a year later put out something else. So we put this stuff out. It's moving, but we still have this debt. But he's being flexible with it so we can get our next batch. Mm-hmm. So now we've got seasonal releases and like we're building up some debt that's like slowly paying off. But we were lucky enough to not have to be like, now I got to drop a grand out of my pocket so that this continues to function like a business from the outside, you know? Yeah. But that, that's that been... We weren't really a business for, like, the first two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, we only became technically a real business. This gets off the rack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, maybe three years ago. We I pay think our to taxes, do a man. Big, yeah, to do a big <laughs> festival, we had to have insurance, and to get insurance, we had to gotcha. prove that we were really business yeah. so then we had to be a real business yeah according to the government yeah so. like like understand or i shouldn't say understand but like yeah when we realized to the point we realized we really had to put money into it i think was when we started to do more festivals we started to get more attention we started to get more people that we had to like prove we were a functioning business to and like have more new stuff and have little promotional things and packaging yeah. and like but collect tax. Yeah. <laughs> pay taxes <laughs> and, pay tax. and all that and register as a yeah. real business. Ugh. But like by the time we got to the point where we really had to do that, we'd already been putting enough money back into it. Like we were still weren't taking money at that point. So we were already kind of in momentum. So it didn't really hit us that hard. Getting off the ground would have been a lot harder if that dude hadn't have done that for us. If like we had to wait till we had money, we I don't know when we would have started. I don't know if we yeah. would have been able to ever start much of anything. <laughs> it would have been like one enamel pin. Right. One <laughs> run of shirts four yeah. months later. He covered like, all our pins for us up front, too. That's true. Like, yeah, we we were able to go out. And he still does that for us, too. We still owe him on a couple of our recent runs. Uh, he Certain did our mugs, things. our camper mugs and stuff. and Certain things we still go that way. Yeah. I had to text him the other day, though, be like, hey, man, no, we haven't sent you any money in a while. <laughs> but they story. changed their accounting system. and like, So I can no longer make, like, a small payment. Yeah. So I have to wait till I have, like, one whole invoice yeah. ready. We had worked out a thing where, like, we'll just send him this much money every month to pay it off. 
But then they got a new system, and they're like, you pay it all, or you don't pay any of it. Yeah. It's not important. But, yeah. People need to know these business things, man. Yeah. (laughs) Find someone who will let you pay partial, part now, part later if you can. (laughs) Or ask your friends for small loans. Oh, that's that was the big time we were like, we need money. We need it, need it now. Yeah. We um maybe there was this holiday pop up thing, and uh, it was like eight artists like, or something. Yeah. Or everybody had these little rooms in this building, and the city pushed the whole thing as this big holiday event. Like the opening day was a a big party thing, and the closing day was a big yeah. It was like a Santa, Santa. there to take <laughs> pictures with, and a room of puppies mm. sponsored by some rescue or something. But they were like, if you want to be in this spot, it was like 500 bucks or something. And they're like, you got till this day to pay it. And we were just like, we don't have that. Like, like that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a, Man. So anyways, <laughs> Amber, working at a cafe, was like, got some regulars that I'm kind of friends with. They got a little bit of money. <laughs> they seem like they're not too worried. They seem like they'd be in, into this. And she straight up got loans from, from her friends just at her small, work. Like, like 100 work, bucks. Work yeah. But... From some customers, and I think one of my coworkers and my friend back home, and I think we put in the other one. But mm-hmm. I told them all like the first like hundred bucks we make back is like goes straight to you, and I put them in little envelopes, and I I was like, we can't do anything with this money. We gave <laughs> them all a free shirt too. Like, like that was like the that. interest was a free yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. But, but they, I paid them back I... really quick. A couple weeks later. Yeah, real quick. Like, it worked out really well. They were kind of like, who else is doing it? Someone else agreeing to this crazy day? Yeah. <laughs> like, first, and I was like, I got one other person, and I think I got another. And they were like, all right, if you get someone else confirmed, I'll do it, too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to call them up. <clears throat> Send them some thank you cards. Hey, yeah, guys, we're I still did. around. <laughs> Send them another one. We still yeah. exist. But cinema Polaroid of Mungio. When you look back, are you surprised at how far, possibly how fast? <laughs> Both. Like every honestly. month, whenever I like go through and I check out like, like uh, some of the artists we work with are on consignment, so mm-hmm. I pay them out at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And like every month, I'm like, man, this person's getting this much. Like, like can you believe it? And then I'll be like, look at this month last year, and I'm like, like, like it's. <laughs> Like, it's just a little bit ahead, but we're just like, yeah. can't believe we made this much, like, every month. <laughs> right. Even one time we made, like, much smaller amounts than now, and we were just like, holy cow, like, five people bought stuff. <laughs> like, every month we're just, like, amazed, right. I think, still. And We've I keep saying, like, are we always going to, is there ever going to be time where I don't be like, we're this much ahead? <laughs> Look where we are. Like We got, like, three uh, online orders, I think, in, like, the last month or two months. Every online order is, like... People are ordering online now. (laughs) It's really not that much. It's really not impressive. Yeah, that's the other one. It's like, I don't know. You know this name? No, no. What? What? Who the hell? (laughs) Who did this? It's it's definitely weird. Yeah. (laughs) We can kind of see what's worked and what hasn't, so it's gotten easier to, like, predict what will go over well. But still, like, there's stuff that is, like, even our events and that. Like, we did a, a uh, like, an art show thing, and we had, um, it was, like, a pop-up, a bunch of, like, the weird artists that we were doing stuff with, and then a couple of them doing a live thing on stage just, like, next to each mm-hmm. other, and then a big, like, a panel with, it was basically a group piece. Like, we wanted people from the crowd to add to this thing, 
And at one point, like, I was in the back, and I just kind of looked around, and I was like, dang. People came. Yeah, people came to our event. People came out I was like, this. we put this together. Dang, we got to do this again. And it doesn't always work <laughs> like that, but. Sometimes it's not great turnout. Like Yeah, we had one in the same, I think it was the next one that we had in the same spot with a couple of the same artists. And I about an hour in, I was like, anybody wants to go home <laughs> the next one i won't charge you a vending fee but if you want to stay we're gonna like drink and make art thing was happening that night yeah but everyone was like now nah, we're cool this is fun yeah i don't like, think anybody okay. actually left like everybody was like all right let's drink. mad that we know of they still talk to us so. yeah they still do stuff with us so must be okay but yeah i mean every time something goes over well we're kind of surprised that it yeah. worked we did a pre-order this year for these valentine sets that we make mm. every year and we sold all of the like pre-order special bundles ahead of time for once which like we've never sold more than like 10 ahead of time yeah it was we the like, first time crap. that it like, paid what? for itself before it even came out yeah like, we couldn't believe damn. it we're like whoa we made the money to like actually pay for the supplies this is so exciting y'all do seasonal bundles so you have like a christmas mm-hmm. a thanksgiving or uh, not quite that seasonal, but not quite that seasonal yet. We when try. we started, yeah. Well, we when we started, Halloween. we tried to do like quarterly, like the summer stuff, some fall stuff, like you know hoodies and then tank tops in the summer or whatever. And we tried to keep on that schedule. We're really bad with keeping on schedule at We're all. Bad so. at getting stuff done far enough ahead of time. Yeah. Like we want to do like a summer batch with like a beach towel and a bag and a frisbee and stuff like that. And it's like. Like, and then it'll be November. And, and we'll sudden, be like, so yeah, let's look like, at hoodies. <laughs> yeah. Like, now I'm like, we need to prepare for Christmas now because we're already late for that, basically. Yeah. But we, like, the Valentine's thing is an annual thing. So, like, that's become like our, our seasonal thing. Yeah. We just so did our fifth, fifth one of that. Now we know. Um, Here are the and then Halloween, October, we do all, like, monstery inventory. So, like, any of the artists that do, like, skull drawings or like gory paintings like everybody brings that stuff in so it's not always necessarily a release Mm -hmm. as much as it's just like something that we've got into the habit of doing like every year or something like that we still try to do like summer releases and winter releases at least kind of do some stuff it's not like a huge bundle like we would like to be doing it yeah we'll release like a couple of things and then we'll like sprinkle stuff in like every yeah. few weeks or something like we have, we'll a, we have a lot of people that come like every every other week and i feel like whenever they come i'm like oh man we need a new thing yeah. like i have nothing new to show them since they were here two weeks ago yeah so that's kind of a little bit of a good encouragement to like keep working on new stuff even if it's something small so yeah, yeah. <laughs> one day we'll get we'll be on a real schedule planned and kept <laughs> yes we do pay our taxes on time. Yeah, don't come after me. Does that count? <laughs> Some of I'm going to reiterate that every 10 minutes. But we pay our taxes. <laughs> you will not come finding a notice on the door. Oh, God. One day it's going to happen. Anyway, there was a coffee shop that closed when we first moved here. They had, like, a big notice on the door, and I think it was because they didn't pay their taxes. And so I think that's, like, burning yeah. into my skull, like... It was Hope the I hip don't coffee get spot. Embarrassed like, by everybody went there, <laughs> and then so. one day, out of the blue, just one day, it's like, locked up with a sign on the door. Like, Employees didn't know. I don't think. No, <laughs> like, they didn't. It was a so, whole mess. Anyway, we pay the taxes. Just pay your taxes. Yeah. yeah. Don't Who let them come after you. 
Yeah, there you go. (laughs) If you you did pay your taxes, like the video. If you didn't pay your taxes, still like this video anyway. (laughs) And then get your shit done. Don't get in trouble for something like that. Exactly. Get in trouble for more exciting things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah get in trouble for one to achieve success because sometimes yeah. <laughs> to achieve success you have to go through trouble you might have to sneak sure. into gyms if you're a hooper you might have to <laughs> sneak into festivals if you're a musician or you're a possible <laughs> in the future vendor you might have to sneak yeah. into a few events you know Look, to get where you need load up your sneak bag your painting with into the Louvre or who or was it is that where he snuck his painting into the Louvre I don't know was it, was it at Banksy or no yeah I don't remember do y'all know what I'm talking about or no? History? I think, I'm pretty sure it's Banksy went into the, this is before he was like super huge. Uh, he went to the museum, the Louvre, and he hung his painting like in the gallery he by everything else. Yeah, he like brought it in his jacket and just stuck it up there. <laughs> you think we can get away with that here? <laughs> I could try it with the portrait of Munjo. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out. MCMA's reopening <laughs> soon. All right. Keep your eyes peeled. It wasn't us. Well, as far as y'all journey has come, what is the biggest, most impactful event that has happened to y'all so far? Hmm. Jamie? I'm going to say it was that, that Christmas pop-up thing. The one that we got people mm-hmm. to like give us the money for like to actually happen. Because that was, I think, when we were finally like, this is so much better than dragging stuff out to a field yeah in the sweltering heat and then standing out there for eight hours hoping to well, nobody should sell up. a couple yeah a hoping the people date. even show up but also spend some actual money to make back that vending fee and then yeah. like then packing it all up and going home and then doing it again the next day yeah that was like we did that and then it's like the dead season for a few months and while we were kind of like laying low planning for stuff it was like we should look for, like, a pop-up spot like that, but not where there's eight other people that we have to, like, share this weird space with. Yeah, something with better traffic and so in that. we started looking. We met up with, like, the Downtown Raleigh Alliance, and they helped us find, like, a, the next pop-up, and then that kind of led to where we are now. So it's, like, it seems like a little thing. That was a big it's not turn, not super exciting, yeah. like, Like, everything that, thing, we've get, that we're, like, getting into now definitely spawns from us having the storefront the physical storefront yeah and that was only an idea because of that event yeah it was only a three and a half week thing i think or a month or Mm -hmm. something and it was supposed to be like friday saturday sunday like five hours a day kind of thing and we were like that's not enough Mm. like (laughs) and we talked the the manager into giving us a key to the place because he lived so far away Mm. he was like if you guys want to open up i don't care just don't bother me I'm not coming in extra. <laughs> so we're like, okay, I think we still have the key, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, but we were in there every day. Yeah, I think we opened almost every day or every day. And even there, yeah, like, it went we really were well. nobody yet. Oh, mm-hmm. No, we're still not anybody, but, like, every day at but least one person came in and bought something. That. It yeah. might have been a dollar, but it was still, like, somebody came today. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. We're like, okay, this could be a thing. Yeah, and had we not decided to go stationary, like, because having having a storefront in any spot that we've been has generated just like foot traffic business Mm -hmm. that surpasses our monthly like web orders, our Mm -hmm. pop up Mm -hmm. sales, and that. So it's given us much more of like a stable foundation, like not just location wise, 
and like visibility wise, but mm-hmm. financially, and all of that is like, yeah, that's we that's did the really math. What... Like every market we do is this much, and like, can only, you know, if we do just every Saturday and Sunday, it still was like close to what our rent was at the yeah. original pop up. So. And we're it spending all our money sense. on food trucks at every festival yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> you're standing there hungry. Man. You got there three hours early to load in. and Yeah, we spent a lot of money. Yeah. But those things cost more than just a vendor fee. Yeah. And then you want to look at everyone else's stuff, and then you want to buy stuff. And then <sighs> just a downward slope of money draining. <laughs> spending that little bit of money we made that day. Yeah. <laughs> Although trading people is a good plan. Yeah, it was still worth it. Barter with because like that's where we met all the artists and stuff that we yeah. do stuff with. And couldn't, like, we couldn't be where we are now without having done that first. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. What would be your advice to anyone who's on a similar journey or adjacent to this kind of field? I got two things. One is. I think we're both on the same page for is don't stop doing it if you still want to do it. Don't be like, well, nobody's listening to this one or this one's dumb. Like, do it because so much of what we're doing is not that we were like, well, we were better at this. We had cooler stuff. No, it's because we went to every single thing and like met people at every single thing. Like We have junk sometimes like we really do. But I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm but but the, <laughs> I didn't mean anything in yours. <laughs> but the other thing is that there is an audience for everything, and I think like in yeah. internet age, it's much more accessible than it was like when we were growing up. There was no like, internet. It was very almost the, non-existent. The dial-up days. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, even even the crappiest bands, and like the crappiest rappers, and the crappiest anything. They've all got biggest fans. They've all got somebody that will buy every piece of merch they release. They all got somebody that's going to spend everything they release on repeat. You may not find those people right away. But that don't mean that they're not out there. That don't mean that your stuff isn't worth putting the effort into. Yeah. So just do it. I have a number three. Just just don't be afraid to ask for something you want or need because... Yeah, like yeah. everything we've done, like asking people for loans, like yeah. they they could have just said no, and it would have been like, all right, well, whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. even like our like store now is like, yeah. I asked like the, the owner of like half of downtown. I emailed him personally. And was like, hey, um, just curious about this empty storefront. Yeah. Hey, and then like seven months later, I got a call back, and like I went into it being like, well, worst he can say is no. Yeah. And then whatever you go from there, but just don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. Poke around. Don't be. <laughs> don't give all your secrets, but, but be persistent. Yeah. Don't keep it a secret. I don't know what that's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. I think that's all I have to add. Yeah, I'm reading a book right now called "Think and Grow Rich," and being persistent that's definitely one of the keys in there yeah. for sure that not procrastinating is another one. Oh no yes don't do that <laughs> we're terrible <laughs> yeah and also it's just true. having determination of wanting to get something done yeah hell yeah Th- yeah those are really good points yeah 
and it seemed like y'all have all of those qualities mm-hmm. in y'all, and that's how y'all have gotten to where y'all are so far and in the future. It's probably true. And it's all we do. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah. Even when I go, like, on vacation, I'm like, hmm, like, looking at places, like, making notes, like, this is a good idea. Like Going to stores well. and being like, we'll reach out to this store later. Yeah. Like, you guys carry Munjo Munjo? Like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used when to, like, we on our out-of-town trips, we used to go and, like, scout stores to travel to and do pop-ups. Yeah, we'd and, try like, to, like, find places that would be good for pop-ups. Yeah. And I still do that. Yeah. A little bit. Kind of, kind of all everything we do ties back to it'll be good for Munjo. <laughs> yeah, I try to make everything I have to go to. Like, well, how can we make Munjo <laughs> tied in? Make the most of this trip. Yeah, but yeah, but, just keep going. Yeah. Don't stop because somebody didn't like your shit. Yeah, you can make it for them. <laughs> and if you're really worried about it, then just get better. <laughs> Put the time in, learn it better, yeah. and do a better job. <laughs> You're not going to be great in the beginning, like, regardless of what you're doing. you oh got to get to that point. <laughs> it's yeah. cheesy, but it's true. Like, it's, it's honing your skills, you know? True. Yeah. And having a background in that field or knowing people that have that background and are willing yeah. to invest. Because mm-hmm. also, you may not call these people that, but these people are investors that yeah. who helped you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. People helping you make merch, giving you funds to make rent or get yeah. storefronts, mm-hmm. putting their time and money into us just to support it. Yeah. And y'all have one of the most common and loved things <laughs> on the planet a dog. <laughs> right. That's going to sell itself in general. Say, oh, they have a dog. Is that no. logo? Right. What? What's Man. And it's in the store? The That's why we graciously. Accepted that he is part of the like truly the brand like not. It's just weird a when he goes that. out for a walk for ten minutes and people come in. It's like, like there's no dog to for them to see and like meet. It's just me and I'm like, hello, sorry. We do get a lot of people that come in just to see him. Yeah, I've disappointed many. Like we're on first name basis with people that have never bought anything from our store because they'll come in like once a week just That's to see Moonjo and pet him. Like yeah. That's okay. That's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's mm-hmm. what he's there for. Attention. Yeah. This yeah. is all just to give Moonjo attention. Mm-hmm. And tr- treats. Tricks. Yeah, treats. Treats. <laughs> it's not a business. It's a it's a way to generate treats. It's a treat front. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Just ignore me. I oh, wonder man. how I wonder how the Moonjo actually thinks about I don't know how don't dogs know. process thoughts and brains, but I know there's something in there like, yo, I have this whole brand sitting around me. I'm just right. being cool. I almost was not here anymore, and now I'm the center of a brand. Yeah, I don't know if it's, he realizes that. He he understands he something because he's of. he's gotten to the point where he you you tell him like you want to go to the store, and he gets excited and starts spinning and that. And he comes in there, and he just plops down, staring at the door, Runs waiting right for in, people. Like, yeah. When we close at night, he if, if during if it's nice out and like we're down there, he'll lay down there and look out the door or whatever. But as soon as we're like lights out, and he sees us getting ready. He runs upstairs now and just like because we have our studio upstairs, mm-hmm. so he's like, "All right, store's done. Let's just go hang out time upstairs." Yep. Like he he definitely understands like the differences between the places and like. 
He knows he goes to the store and people come and feed him and give him attention in that. He knows if he goes to a certain like block, he knows that's the bar where everyone's going to pet me. That's the place I, I can't go into. I might on the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's he's learned the differences yeah. between. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't understand like, man, I'm I'm a I'm oh, a star. <laughs> but he's I definitely how many dogs just think they're the star anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> he knows he knows something's up. Yeah. But yeah, I think that too. I look at him and just be like, man, you almost weren't here. At if all. only you could talk. And then he'll just look at me with his tongue hanging <laughs> out of his mouth since he ain't got no teeth. <laughs> yeah it's crazy and i'm allergic to dogs so at first i was like what is this furry ball of like gross like we can't hang out anymore yeah. guess that's the end of our friendship <laughs> but then i petted him one time and i was like holy crap this thing is so soft and then the rest is history <laughs> now he that was out the true bed. start of Munja Munja. it really was <laughs> activated just did the right brushing of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what else? What was your biggest hurdle? Hmm. What do you think? Uh-huh. I don't mean to make it seem like we don't have hurdles. We just. I just only remember the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say part of that and part of like when things haven't worked out we've just kind of been like oh well fuck that go do something else i guess like yeah Hmm. i mean honestly sales in general is it's yeah like it's always hard to to convince people whether they like your shit or not to actually spend their money on it and then like even then to get them to not just buy a shirt but then like wear that shirt because people buy to support all the time and like that's cool that's that's super cool that's foundational but the people that bought a support and then go out and talk about it and share it, like that's where it builds up. And it's it's not easy to get people to do that. I feel like right now is our biggest hurdle. <laughs> At least. Yeah, we are. That's fair. So we're in a weird <clears throat> transition. Yeah. Right now, of like trying to open a print shop again. We were printing like a year ago, and then we that shop kind of was like on its way to being done with or at least was running out and we're like man we got to print again and we're kind of like at a point where we're being offered a space so we're figuring out if we can afford it and it's like i just want to start printing now yeah. and and also like being in the new spot like a big part of the, the current store is taking these artists these local artists like the mar- the muralists and that who make awesome art but don't know anything about web stores or like merchandising and that and helping them produce stuff and then, so basically helping them take just their art and then turning it into something and then using that something to actually generate sales to give money back to this artist. Yeah. And like... We're trying to launch that basically as a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To some degree. But that like requires money, money up front. <laughs> and we could, in theory, do it all on credit and rack up this debt and stuff. But we're also to a point now where we want to be able to finance this stuff ourselves. So like... We've got a few artists in mind. We've got a few products in mind. Don't have the money to produce all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, the way we've been doing it, since we've mostly been producing our own stuff, mm-hmm. is make it, sell it over time. When the money's there for the next thing, make the next one. Make enough that we, like, have the money to afford it. 
but also we'll make enough money to fund the next batch. Basically, we're trying to run a store, work our side jobs, and launch, like, essentially an art publishing thing and a print shop. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very stressed. Yeah. It's but it's definitely... It's, it's more that there's so much to handle, like, right now. Yeah. And I don't have money to pay someone else to... Like, I don't want to ask someone else to That's work for thing. free or anything. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like we... Need but honestly, that comes can. down to finances, really, yeah. is not having the money to be able to just do something, which yeah. everybody's fine. in that spot. <laughs> yeah. So we have two important questions we'd like to ask every show. <clears throat> a word or a phrase that makes you great? Makes you great? Yes, a word or a phrase. Or your business great. Oh, okay, like about us? Yeah. I know it sounds a little tacky, but community over competition. Elaborate. Uh, I mean, we're well aware that we can only do so much. And not, not only is we can only do so much without help, but we can only have so much of, a, of an impact, like as two artists doing a brand. And that's why like so much of our stuff, like our pop-ups, <clears throat> our group projects, the other 20 or so artists that are in our store, like all of that is part of not us trying to sell our stuff. It's us trying to develop like visibility, I guess, for local artists. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. I think, well, I think part of the phrase is just like, like it's easy to like look and be like, oh, this person's doing these shirts. Like we got to do better, but. You know, like, that's a good thing, too, but it's better to be like, well, let's work together on stuff instead of being like, oh, I'm going to do better. Like, yeah. you know, like, try to. Like, our store didn't just, like, make this cool thing for us. Like, yeah, the artists that come in that we're helping merchandise and that, like, the point of it being here is to give this platform for all these other artists in our community who, I mean, they make awesome art. They're cool people. There's no reason they shouldn't at least have some sort of income coming off of this skill that they've perfected. Yeah. And a lot of times that hurdle for them is like getting it to people, whether it's getting it in a store or building a web store, like getting it from that notebook, like into people's hands and making enough money off of it to do it again and keep doing what they're interested in. Yeah. And every every phase that we've grown, like when we have a little bit more pull to do something new we aren't just like, cool, let's take, let's jump on it. We're like, all right, well, who's actively doing stuff right now? Who can we get together and awesome. what can we do to utilize that space? If we, if we push everybody's art to a certain level, that becomes the standard. And then from there, like our art will be like average or whatever. Yeah. But like the art scene as a whole will be elevated essentially. And the more people are coming together and working on stuff together, the more we have this bigger, more visible, more marketable, like, art scene, basically. Yeah, like, everybody benefits. Yeah. Basically. When we work together. Yeah. And the new store has been the best practice of that. Like, we're really seeing yeah. now, like, the artists that we pull in. Like, when we first got that spot, it was supposed to be temporary. We thought, like, three months. And we hit up all our art friends. We're like, you got inventory. 
we got a place where people are going to see it. Bring it. We'll see what we can move. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll no sell promise, everything we can, and then we'll give you back the rest of your stuff. I don't think we gave anybody back much of anything. No, it, it if anything, worked. We were like, like, people responded really well, so we just never left. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real lease now, but <laughs> but that's how we ended up, like, staying in there. Yeah. So, like, now all these artists, like, we're we're seeing these checks that they're getting, and, like, we know it's working, basically. Like, we know for sure that the checks we're able to cut from this, these artists are able to produce new stuff off of. So, like, that that was the intention with it. So now that it's working, we're like, all right, well, now we can produce it for them. And then we can even sell it for them. And then we just keep writing them checks to keep making the art. And that'll build this little hub where we're at right now. And hopefully that'll keep growing from there. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And I believe you have answered this question already. But just to make sure, <laughs> what is your brand? Like? It is an expression of random creativity. Yeah. I mean. It's us not growing up. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what we what we call it. Yeah. Is it's, a, it's a brand for overgrown kids. Like. Adult old, sized old but not grown up. <laughs> yeah, we still do goofy like coloring sheets and like yeah. We just did hacky sacks because that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we did no, it just because we were like, oh, I, I missed my hacky sack from twenty years ago. Let's make some, and people actually bought them. So then we were like, oh, well, let's make nicer yeah. ones. So now we got new hacky sacks. But yeah, it's a brand that hopefully makes you. Happy. I don't know. They yeah. that part. That's lame. <laughs> but I mean, to some people, we're literally just a store. Like, we're like a gift shop. Yeah. To some people, we are event promoters. Like, we're, we're a bunch of little bit of many things, I guess. And we're just trying to make it all work together. <laughs> Is that a suitable that answer? Confusing? Is that <laughs> right? worse? Well, <laughs> You're all of it. It explains it. All right. Because <laughs> when I first went on your website and saw for overgrown kids, I said, it's like, huh? <laughs> then oh, I looked at what was there. I was like, oh, okay, this is starting to make sense. Oh, right. It's kind of like it. silly <laughs> stuff. Like the art is silly sometimes. Like it's not too serious or like mm. stuffy. Like yeah, a little potty mouth sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. One of these days, we'll do more cool shit. Another lucrative tip of the, of the day: don't take yourself too seriously. For real, For real. it's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> no, absolutely yep. not, man. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody has a van out there, it's like the Dumb and Dumber van. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we need that for Munjo's van. Can restyle it in Munjo's hair. Yeah. But. Speaking of. A brand for overgrown kids. <laughs> Sorry, just never know. You gotta put things out there. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I know. Call me if you have a van covered in fur and ears. Listen, if you have a van covered in fur with ears, like the video, hit Amber up. She yep. wants to purchase or look inquire can, about the van. Maybe we can just borrow it for now. Yeah. See how it goes. 
Sorry. <laughs> Back to the serious. <laughs> With that being said, do y'all want to ask us any specific questions? Man. Man, I, I could pick y'all's brains about this like all night, but I'm gonna save it. We'll make a we would make our whole whole own episode, honestly, just asking y'all about how y'all got into this and Go ahead, we ask. know nothing about you, man. <laughs> we yeah. we chatted with him earlier and just picked his brain about all sorts of stuff, like the music but, stuff. But yeah, how'd you how did you get into this? Did you music too? How do you yeah. guys know uh, each other? Uh, turn your mic up, turn your mic up. Too many face. Well can you hear me? Hear yes. Alright. Um I got into it. Basically, I started in church. Oh, okay. Basically, setting up mics, um, you know, running the soundboard. Um, when people wanted copies of uh, the service, you know, cassette tapes, you know. <laughs> oh, man. More, but yeah. Oh, so, yo, I used to uh, make copies and things like that. So, it, it kind of started from there. And then... That was the the recording side, but um, as far as like making music and beats and things, it was just I seen it one day. Um, they made a whole song, and it's it's still crazy to me to this day how you can make a whole song with just like a keyboard. Cause I didn't know you could program drums from like yeah. a keyboard, and so it, that's where the interest kind of came from, and. From there, I just kind of been stuck. Nice man. Yeah. Do you you still do music stuff? I'm assuming. Or, so do you work here too in the studio? Or? Well, I intern here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But I have my engineering own and all that. Or... Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. That. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what program y'all are running on, but I that stuff is so over my head. And I've been doing music for. Dang, I'm old You're man. Old. <laughs> I do years. music for a long time. Twenty five years. Probably, man. But like, yeah, the the recording console stuff has always been so over my head. <laughs> but you use Pro Tools and all that, and I'm actually a Logic guy. Nice, yeah. good deal. My Logic. I know a little bit of GarageBand. Yeah, That's about it. It's it's um it's GarageBand's big brother. That's all Logic is. Yeah, it's <laughs> a big brother. Yeah. So once you switch over, or if you do in the future anyway, it's not gonna be too much of a change for you. You're going to have actually more control. Yeah. Really? Yes. A lot more control. You can open up GarageBand files in Logic. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Sold. I'm going to have to get a copy of it then. No. Ain't nothing's going on right now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I got a MIDI keyboard and I I had it set up, especially when we moved into the studio. I was like, now I'm going to have a spot where I can plug in, I can record all this stuff. I ain't done none of it. <laughs> we'll get there. But it's, yeah, so it's there. Little by little. Yeah. Nice, though. That's awesome. Are you still, are you, I know you said you intern here, but are you still, like, making music stuff? Like, yeah, I I record. I have my own. I just came here for uh, more knowledge. So you, you have a full-on studio? Yeah. Nice, dude. Here in Raleigh? Nah, I'm from Henderson. Oh, okay. Man, you drive out for this? No, I live here, but... Okay, you're but you're... Oh, okay, okay, okay. One of the things I said to him earlier was, like, he's the <laughs> second or third person that we've met since we in moved like here. like, seven years. That's, like, born and raised in Raleigh. I say that all the time. <laughs> I don't know anybody from Raleigh. It's so weird. I like I it, though. Where did they all go? 
Maybe there is just nobody here. <clears throat> Any more questions y'all like to ask us? I'm good. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna think of a bunch of questions like in the car on the ride home. We're gonna be like, I wonder what blah 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 blah. Where do you like, get oh, your ask? inspiration from usually? As far <laughs> as music or podcasting? Both. Both. Okay. <laughs> So podcasting, I listen to old podcasts that I've done because I've been podcasting for four, four years now. Wow. Dang. Nice. So this year's been four years been podcasting, going through the ups and downs and in-betweens of it. And How long has it been here, here? A year, almost. Nice. In September, it will be a year. Okay. As far as doing a podcast. And yeah. as far as inspiration goes... Listening to my old stuff because I used to do podcasts at the school I graduated from. I was the head editor, pretty nice. much the head podcast person at the time, besides the two people who helped create it. Nice. I became the because I just knew the stuff as far as the audio stuff and the editing process and cutting stuff up for promotion, but it was news based, so it wasn't free form conversation yet. Gotcha. I helped bring it over to that point. But at first it was just news topics and then shut off very short. Weird. I ended up injecting what I knowledge I had at the time and just build it on from there. And also doing my own podcast on the side as well with the people I was doing it with beforehand. Man. So just doing those things, obviously still being in school, trying to pop episodes out whenever we could because we could have been consistent, but school thing kind of just jammed everything up. So figuring out when to do we were a traveling podcast before too so we were pulling other people's houses <laughs> nice. pe- organization buildings That's at awesome. the school yeah. we were at so we were just on the road podcasters for about a couple yeah. years okay. and then we ended up because I started working here two years ago during the pandemic okay. so and I mentioned I asked and co-owner studio was like yeah you can do your show here I was like alright cool and that's when we started doing the podcast here. Yeah. And also doing a few episodes, last few episodes on this as well. And pretty much that's how we've been doing it ever since. Nice. When you say we, the both of you? Now it's the both of us. Before oh, okay. it was at first three, then it became four, now it's two. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. So is this your first podcast, like regular podcast? Would you say yes or no? Because it's one I was doing before this. Both of them are here, so I guess okay, this would okay. be yes, no. Here. It's technically his second setting. podcast he's a yeah. part of. Technically okay, second. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. Cool. We'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know if I all the way answered your question as well. I said inspiration for myself, oh, yeah. but also mm-hmm. listening to other shows and wondering how I and co-hosts can make the show better and mm. hear all right what makes the quality of a show a show because it's not podcasts yeah. are not just podcasts it's an actual show yeah it's a beginning middle and end with stuff in between that happens and recently just found out how to kind of market and promote two and a half llc's you can mm-hmm. at least get two and a half lucrative life conversations out of the show yeah that was just recent nice. literally last week Nice. But it's still a process, and other shows they have a thing. Mm-hmm. So also liking the video, 
everybody says liking the video differently. If you like this video, you can get a free, <laughs> you can get free hugs or something like yeah. that. Here, like the video, you become greater. <laughs> That's pretty much how we're doing this so far. Yeah. Nice. And just listening, analyzing, researching, and yeah, it's also a way, as I found out recently, to network with people as well, because. Instead of talking in a place that you don't want to be at or having a drink if you're not a drinker yeah. or being around people you hate or you might not know their vibe is just that bad. Hey, come on. Come on the podcast. We can yeah. talk. We can talk. We can have a conversation. Yeah. And it's meaningful and there's like some sort of yeah. content to it. Like it's easier to make it flow. Yeah. And it's a trade off of value. It's not just, oh, I get something from you. Mm-hmm. You don't get anything. Nah, we all have promotional material from this. So Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I gotta say too, man. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and we were listening to yours, and like, it's it's well done, man. Y'all do a good job with it. Like, it sounds good. Like, it flows well. Like, it's legit. Just trying to make yeah. it better at each and every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta. Cool. So, unless anybody has anything else they want to say. Think we're good. <laughs> All right, this is the conclusion of the Two and a Half LLCs podcast. If you want to find us, two one two LLCs pod on Instagram, two space one half LLCs podcast on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and every other streaming platform around. Also, if you like the video, stop playing with yourself. You will become greater once again. And still, if you can want to find our guest, where can they find you all at? Uh, Instagram, Munjo Munjo, pretty much everywhere. Munjo Munjo, with the exception of Facebook, uh, where it's it's Munjo. You'll find it if you just put in Munjo. You'll yeah. be fine. Look for the, the little puppy on the red background. Even TikTok. I'm going to bring that up, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny. Kids are on there. I hate it. Anyway, moving on. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. For real. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for inviting us. (laughs) And where can they find you at, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Carterboy2521. It's going to change soon, though. But Okay, okay, okay. And you can find me, R-E-T-R-O-D.R.E on Instagram. Retro Dre as well on YouTube. That's capital R, lowercase e, capital T, lowercase R-O, space D, dot R, dot capital E on YouTube. And as well as on all streaming platforms, music-wise, too. And we appreciate you all for being a part of the Two and a Half LLC's experience. Until next time, like the video and you will become greater. And we hope. You got a lucrative conversation out of this show. Peace.